welcome back to another episode of Caps Off Fantasy. Felipe Fontes. Bye, Felipe Tabachnik. Yeah, we got Pilecki in the comments. We got some other already? guys already in the comments on TikTok. What's up, guys? Hey, the trade deadline has officially passed. Hopefully you made some trades. Hopefully you listened to us. I hope so. I hope y'all got better. Because, you know, I'm not usually... I like We, we clown ourselves for the takes we have on the yeah. actual pod. Yeah. But when it comes to fantasy, I feel like you and I, like, a lot of our takes... I'm just like, let's call it what it is. A lot of our takes in the... Like, even though these 12 weeks have hit. Like, our track record's been good this year, man. It's been good this year. It's, it's dope to see people come to us and say... Not even to, like, brag on our own. I want a shameless pe- plug. People, people who are like, yo, I was 0-5, and, and I, I rattled off, like, seven straight wins. Or, or like, y'all helped me get to 8-1 and one or whatever. You know, like, different shit like that. Like, it's fucking dope. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, like, let, let's just go through our recent takes over these last 12 weeks. Some, like, big ones that stood out, right? Let's so, go. like, Puka Nakua was a week one call. Yeah. Puka obviously yeah, you popped Puka, off. Yeah, you caught Puka before week one. And Puka was Puka's obviously been worse, but like he likely got I you mean, a pretty pretty good bro, to start the season. Yeah, uh, CD was a big buy low candidate that we CD, kept saying. We for were like, we were on that heavy, and look at CD now. If you have him, <laughs> he's he's leading you to victories by himself. Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard most recently, a big one. Bijan. Bijan is starting Finally, to come up late. Yo, that was a big week this past week. I know it's, it's taking some him. time, but like Ridley, last two weeks with Zay Jones, and now people, oh, yeah. like I think PFF and Fantasy Pros has him as a top 24 play the rest mm. of the season in mm. half PPR. Mm-hmm. So I think things things are looking up for some of some of the takes that we've had. We talked about Trey McBride. We've talked Ooh, about Dalton Kincaid. We've been early on these motherfuckers, man. Well, I just think, again, there's so much fantasy content to consume out there, and it's like you, you should always just – Look at it, what everyone's saying and kind of make up or come up with what your own narratives are. Yeah, like sure. how, to, how to come up with that. I think for us, when it comes to like our fantasy takes or just like how we analyze something, it always was in a buy low, sell high type of um, window, I would say, right? Like, so we always looked at something like how are they performing now and can they exceed uh, expectations based off right. of where they are now or are they over exceeding and or I guess are they exceeding expectations and therefore can they kind of regress a little bit back? And that's how we would always just adjust yeah. our buy lows and sell highs. And then naturally you found some some better value, right? So Bijan, Tony Pollard, CD Lamb, Puka Nakua, guys like that. So yeah, man. It's been it's I been good. I mean, I mean it's exactly what you say. Like guys underperform for multiple weeks and everybody's down on them. Bro, if you got Tony Pollard. Uh, a couple weeks ago, before these last two games, you probably got him cheap as hell. Like, you probably got him cheap as hell because he was ass. Bro, I, even I was like, man, I don't even, I'm tired of riding this thing out. Yeah. But if you followed us and said, like, he just has to be better than what he's been. Like, it, it just naturally has to happen. Then you got him for super cheap. And now I'm seeing people put him as a top five running back rest of the season, yeah, bro. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, crazy shit. You probably got him for a price that was... Mid to low RB two range, yep. if that. And now you got him. Now you got a top five running back locked in, and you definitely got other things. Um, you definitely got some other things in return as well, right? It's crazy. So. I too, I traded Tony Pollard <laughs> because I had uh, my three running backs were Bijan, Jonathan Taylor, and Achan. Yeah. And then my three wide receivers because I had traded. I traded uh, Pollard and Ayuk for Jettis. Because I was like, I, these are three running backs. It's a keeper league. I'm not moving Jonathan Taylor or HM based off where I got him. My other wide receivers were CD, Keenan Allen, and Justin Jefferson because I had traded for him. Mm. Obviously, JT goes down and Tony Pollard's been good. But now I'm the number one seed in this league. And, and now it's looking a little, yeah. a little sketchy. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is the week 13 fantasy look ahead. Obviously, trade deadline has passed. 
So I think it's best for you and I to answer some questions. Obviously, there's a fuck ton of people on TikTok right now dropping questions. Yeah, dude. So keep dropping your questions. If you have any start sid questions, what to do, how should I, you know, I'm trying to make a playoff push or I'm already locked up for the playoffs. What's the best advice you can give? Drop them below. We'll probably put them on screen if TikTok's uh, comments are coming through. But if not, we'll just go through yeah. here and we'll try and answer the most questions. Before we jump into it, um, shout out PPR Fantasy Tips on, on Twitter, on X, just because a lot of the things that he was saying, I thought these are some like quick facts in fantasy football this year or week 12 at least. So I want to know what's like... What is the craziest fact out of these that I'm about to read that you're like, holy shit, or we should take stock of that? Uh, the first is Stefan Diggs hasn't seen a target share over 30% for the entire month of November. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I, it's going to bounce back. Um, Keaton Mitchell has set a season high in snap shares every week of his career. I fucking love that. That's a trend that's going to keep going. He's, he's making the most of his carries. The fact that he's getting more snaps, more touches, it's going to keep happening. They're winning games, too. Um, Jamar Chase isn't a fantasy wide receiver one without Joe Burrow. Ooh. You know, man, I haven't watched... I, I didn't get to watch the, the couple Bengals games with Jake Browning, uh, except for that primetime one against the Ravens, which they didn't do much. I would still say he's a wide receiver one, maybe just uh, a low-end wide receiver one, because he's going to get the volume still. Mm. Um, this one's a dynasty one. Trade for Josh Downs in dynasty. Michael Pittman may not remain in Indianapolis, and Downs could be their future wide receiver one. Absolutely. I don't know about future wide receiver one. In terms of the guy that might be getting the most usage, yeah, but that if, if Pittman goes, they're going to find another X, another guy that's going to be taking the coverage out, you know, from the defense. And Downs is always going to be dominating underneath, though. And he's a great route runner and everything like that. I love him as a dynasty play, bro. Love him for sure. Here's a George Pickens one. George Pickens has averaged 7.2 PPR points per game since week eight. Are you, you uh, I feel like that. Why disgusting. I'm saying that is because you got to leave him. I don't think you could start him right now. You cannot. Yeah. And even like, I mean, Canada was gone. They threw, finally got 400 yards of offense. Yep. And he still, I don't Sitting. know. I, still, I, I don't even fucking know. I don't know if he I, performed I, yeah. last week. But. Uh, here's a crazy one Curtis Samuel has more 100 yard games this season than Terry McLaurin. You know what, man? That shit pisses me off. That shit pisses me off. I like Samuel, don't get me wrong. Actual, actual, uh, Fellow Brooklyn product, shout out to Brooklyn. Mm. But I, I don't. Terry McLaurin is one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL, man. Like literally, like in the off season, when numbers aren't we we are getting skewed by like these random like big performances by different guys yeah. that like people overreact to. Terry McLaurin is always in that borderline top ten, and for some reason, I, well, I get it. Like that. Samuel's a little bit more versatile in the fact like they can put him in the backfield, uh, play him as a running back, play him in a slot outside. But McLaurin is so talented. But as far as like fantasy, yeah, you, you almost have to rely on McLaurin. I mean, on on Samuel more just because he gets utilized in more in better in more ways in better ways as well. Mike Evans has scored a touchdown in nine of the eleven games he's played in this season. We just talked about Mike Evans. I, I, I specifically talked about Mike Evans in a podcast episode that is going to release Friday morning. So if you're listening to this, tune into our predictions episode this upcoming week. We talk about the Eagles and Niners, Woo! which is a big game. So you got to see where we stand on that. But I talked about Mike Evans in that episode, and dude, I, it doesn't get talked about enough. Mike Evans in his first ten years. All 1,000 yards. The, the first guy to ever do that yeah. to start a career with 10 straight 1,000-yard uh, seasons. And 
man, I mean, he's a touchdown machine. We know that. He had two last week. The fact that he's putting on this kind of performance this year, like, we need to talk about it more. I think he's he's borderline uh, top. He was a top 12 receiver last week. He scored two touchdowns. I'm assuming he's probably in the top eight to ten receivers this week. Yeah, what I was going to say about Mike Evans is I feel like you have to, like, I'm going to look that up. He's a wide receiver one based off of how he's produced, right? Like he's going to stay there, bro. Yeah, but wide receiver ones, when people say like they're a wide receiver one, it's always based off of the volume, right? It's like, are you seeing, you know, seven to ten targets? Are you having seven receptions a game? What are your numbers? Like, that's usually what the wide receiver ones can be. But I think based off of production, he's in its own category of the wide receiver one, right? Because like naturally, you would say Tank Dell based off of where he's been. He's been a top 12 wide receiver since like week six. But you're not going to say he's like a wide receiver one. Yeah. So I think Mike Evans has to be considered a wide receiver one just of just the touchdowns alone. Yeah, look, bro. He's wide receiver nine on the year right now. Mm. So we're talking about week over week production. Like this isn't like, oh, he turned it up the past couple weeks because some guy was injured. Nah, week, week over week production. Look at week from week one to week three. 18, 29, 17. Then it was a bye, a couple down weeks. Week 7, 20, 12, 12, 26, 15, 25. Like, I sat Mike Evans last week and I fucking, uh, I regretted it. I should have put him on my flex. I, I, I put DeAndre Swift instead. Look, Mike Evans at this point, like, you have to start him every single week. I don't care. Like, he's, he's yeah, going to get his. I agree. Well, those are some post, uh, that was post week 12 quick facts in fantasy football. Those Shout out good. PPR fantasy tips. Uh, go check him out on Twitter. He he wrote all those and um, some crazy fast facts, fun facts. But I like let's that. let's jump into some questions, right? Like we talked about this being a Q and A type episode, helping yep. people look towards the the playoffs and how to make a last minute push to the playoffs. So um, let's get to some questions. Um, Josh Pilecki on YouTube said, "What are y'all's thoughts on handcuffs going into the playoffs?" Well, if you watched the Tuesday live stream of this fantasy episode or listened to it. Afterwards, uh, Scott Ingle, Fantasy Football Hall king. of Famer, came on and the king. And he said that handcuffs are as important as ever heading into the playoffs. Totally. So if you have a guy like Tony Pollard, make sure you get you have Rico Dowdle. Or it's great if you do have him. If you have another guy like, uh, I don't know, CMC. And if you have, I guess it would be Elijah Mitchell or something like that. Mm. Uh, Tyler Algier, who has standalone value already. But if you have Bijan, like these handcuffs are very important, especially heading into the playoffs, because if the main guy goes down, you have another guy you can insert immediately, yep. and he's going to he's gonna get, you know, the, the bulk load of the carries. Yeah, I think the way you got to look at handcuffs going into the playoffs is, like, if you can get two to three handcuffs on your bench, right, and then those other couple spots are guys that you can kind of put in, whether it's an extra tight end, something happens, or an extra wide receiver, like, give yourself that depth, then I think you're in a good spot going into the playoffs, because there's... You don't want to be left with lineup decisions to make, you know, going into Sunday or going into it's Thursday. It's so tough, man. You want to have your lineup set, and then you just want to handcuff everyone else. So, guys I would look at for handcuffs, the Rico Dattles of the world, the Dearness Johnsons behind uh, ETN, who's already battling a chest injury that can happen at any given moment. Because I think most people what probably... What about Tank Bigsby? I'd prefer Dearness. Dearness has been getting the playing time. Gotcha. Uh, Dearness is someone, obviously, Jerome Ford's been good. Who's the guy? But I'm trying to... Cream Hunt? Pierre Strong, isn't it? Because well, because Kareem, yeah, he's getting Kareem's going to be Kareem, usage. and I don't think he's going to get hurt. Um, who are some other guys? Obviously, Zach Moss. Look, we just saw right. Jonathan Taylor goes down, and now you have a, a backup yep. running back there who we know can to, produce. Who we, we know saw earlier produce. in the year. Um, so yeah, I think handcuffs are our league winners, right? So that yeah. that's the best way I would take handcuffs going into the playoffs. Um, here's a good one. Jay King on TikTok said Devontae Smith or Calvin Ridley this week. 
So Devontae's playing the Niners. That secondary has given up a lot of a lot of yards, uh, just given up a lot to receivers. They're, they're not very good, and, and they just lost their safety. Talanoa Hufanga, who actually isn't even good in coverage himself. So uh, Devontae, I think I would lean towards. Yep. Um, I think, like, the thing about Devontae is ever since Dallas Goddard, when Dallas Goddard is not playing, which we know he's not because he has a broken forearm or some shit, mm. Devontae does his thing, not, not just this year, but last year. That's what we were basing that off of when we said that he's going to be, he's going to have an uptick because of the Goddard injury, and he has. He had a big week this past week, 23 point PPR points, I believe. He had a touchdown, a lot of receptions, a lot of yards. He's been hovering around 100 receiving yards every single week since Goddard's been out. So I would lean on him for a safer floor, and I still think he has the potential for a high ceiling. Whereas Ridley, the floor is higher with Zay Jones. And the ceiling, I would say, is even higher than Devontae Smith. But I think you're playing a little bit more with him rather than Devontae. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think you got to start Devontae Smith. It's actually, it's close. It's close. It's, the, actually, it is close. I just have more confidence. What would you say? It's a very tough one. I think it's close, but I would want to see, if I had that opportunity of choosing one or the other, I want to see another, one more week with Zay Jones in the lineup with Facts. Ridley. I think if Ridley does perform, bless you. Thank you. If Let's just take their sample size of last week, and both of their last weeks, even though Devontae Smith had a better performance in week 12 and Ridley, you know, had, tw- they both, Ridley had 21.9, Devontae Smith had 23.6 and a full PPR. If Ridley does the same and Devontae does the same, I'll probably start Ridley rest of the season because Goddard eventually comes back and he's just, he fits their alpha, right? He is that, their best Absolutely. alpha weapon, their X uh, on offense. Yep. Devontae Smith's been wide receiver eight since week eight. J, uh, Calvin Ridley's been wide receiver 12. Okay. So I think start Devontae Smith, but we're getting close to, to Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley, if he performs again, if he has eight targets and even goes for like four receptions for 60 yards and yeah. he gets a touchdown, he's a wide receiver too, like set it and forget it type for the rest of the season. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that says it for itself. You talk about since week eight, I mentioned Dallas Goddard getting hurt. Like uh, Smith's uptick is up. Ridley with Zay Jones is up. You got both of them. You're at a point where you're probably starting them both heading into the, these last few weeks of the season, one at flex probably, but you're probably starting them both. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Here's a good one by Drew Klossman. I actually saw a crazy one thing I wanted to mention. People, obviously, Calvin Ridley's had like a bad year, right? Yeah. But up to what we thought. Up to what we thought. But on the entire season, currently in a PPR, he's wide receiver 21. Yeah, it's still good. So he's a top 24 still guy. He's just it, which volatile. Is dope, yeah. right? it, which is dope, which is a low end wide receiver two at this point. But uh, that's considering he's had really bad weeks. So that's actually really good. And uh, we just thought that he he could have a strong wide receiver one potential. He he could finish as one. He has a strong could have a strong finish. Here's a good one from Drew Klosterman on TikTok. He said, "I'm in a two quarterback league. Decide between these three players. Which two should I start? Derek Carr, Calvin Ridley, or Jaden Reed?" So my guess is, Wait, two quarterback league. Oh. He's in a two quarterback league, but he's asking about Derek Carr, Calvin Ridley, and Jaden. So he Reed. probably means he's in a super flex where he has an ability to start a quarterback or another player. Yeah. And then who are these three guys? Carr? Calvin Ridley, Jaden Reed. And Derek Carr. That's okay. It feels the like Jag- it has what to is be Jags a super playing flex. again? They're playing the a Jags play the bang. Ooh, spit everywhere. Bangles on Monday night. I on think Monday I go night? Ridley, actually. I think I go Ridley. Bro, Carr has been so bad. Like, bro, I'm in a similar situation with you. Like, next week, I have Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson on by. And so I got Mac Jones that, that, that I'm going to probably have to put in. Like, I don't want to do it. And I never really want to put Mike Jones at flex because, like, even though quarterbacks have a safer floor, these guys just, like, that are underperforming, they're putting up, like, fucking four or five points in a week. And so I would rather bank on the upside of, uh, of a Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I think, I mean, look, Derek Carr, quarterback will always give you the safest floor out of anyone. So I think let's, let's keep that definitely in mind. Um, 
but I think Ridley has the highest ceiling of all of them. Jaden Reed, though, has been really good, but going against a Chiefs defense, that's tough. Um, Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson this week? Felix underscore DCF. Uh, Kyler Murray or Russ? I, I shit. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kyler. Kyler. The, the Cardinals are. We just talked about it. They're playing who? Steelers. Cardinals are playing the Steelers. I'm gonna go Kyler. I'm gonna always go Kyler. I just rushing upside, right? Like that's an Save easy for, sixteen yeah, to twenty, depending on how he plays. And last week they only put up, I think, eight points. Maybe they scored later on, but uh, the Broncos are playing. We picked. We we just did this. I know the Broncos are playing. Who are Broncos playing? Fuck. It's a it's a close one too. Whatever. I think no matter what, you and I are. Starting. I'm taking Kyler. I don't I'm I, sorry, I don't Kyler. care. Uh, Kyle Kyler Saunders. We have a big game, pal. Good luck to Yasmeng. Um, yeah, Yasmeng. Um, I guess you're a Seahawks fan, so. Um, it, Zach on TikTok said Ridley or Puka Nakua. Close one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. I'm gonna go Puka. Stafford's been going crazy, man. Stafford has been turning it up lately. Four touchdowns this past week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Puka. The fear you obviously have with Puka is that it. We thought once Cooper Cup came back, they'd both be able to perform. They haven't been able to perform. The one thing I will say, I'll probably lean Puka just because I think it's there's less mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. Kyron had like an absurd game last week, and I just don't think they're gonna have. I don't think he's gonna go as crazy. Like he he's still a, a, a RB one. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna slightly lean Puka. The problem is, I think at this point, really has the higher ceiling. So it depends what you need. I it agree with that. What you're starting right. Um, I agree with that. I like to say floor. I actually love that. Uh, where was it? Okay, Prescott versus Seattle or Hurts versus 49ers. So, actually, funny enough, um, or not funny enough because we're actually experts, Adam and I. Fact, I fact, saw fact. a stat yesterday about quarterbacks facing C- the Seattle defense. And uh, on surface level, me looking at this, I'm going to say Prescott because he's been on a fucking tear, turn it, yep. tearing defenses apart. But Seattle's defense has been giving quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks, a lot of trouble. Uh, so before I find it, Adam, give your give your thoughts. on I just that. think again, I think Dak's been incredible, but I just want uh, Jalen. Just give if I just feel safe starting Jalen. I know he's going to get a tush push at some point. Easy points there, rushing upside. I'm going to go Jalen. I also don't mind if you want to start start Dak. Like I'm not going to sit here and rip that apart, but I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is the type of guy that you set it and forget it, no matter what. I don't yeah. want. I wouldn't want to have these two quarterbacks on my team because I don't want to make that decision. So this is what the Seahawks have done versus quarterbacks in fantasy since week four. Sam Howell is the only one that's been good, 24.2. Other than that, Joe Burrow, 14.6. Lamar Jackson, 11.9. Brock Purdy, 11.5. Josh Dobbs, 11.1. Daniel Jones, 10.7. Matthew Stafford, 10.1. Didn't Brock just have a good game, though, on Thanksgiving? Uh, Purdy? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know how he performed. Yeah, he had 26.7. Okay, so he had a good game. Outside of that, uh, Stafford, like I said, ten point seven. PJ Walker, six point four. So in those, like obviously one of the party games, eleven point five. Yep. Um, and then other good quarterbacks: Matthew Stafford, ten point seven. Joe Burrow, fourteen point six. Lamar Jackson, a guy who has rushing ability, eleven point nine. Um, and Josh Dobbs, a guy who has been really good this year, eleven point one. So they've been playing really well against really good quarterbacks. Yep. And so uh, and playing, making a lot of quarterbacks play at their floor. I would probably lean towards Hurts against the Niners' defense because of the stats. Uh, I like. I think Dak can overcome that, but I'd rather bank on Hurts over Dak. I agree. Um, here's a good question I want to get to on TikTok. YSL said, Zach Moss, Devontae Smith, or Tank Dell in the flex spot? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. So I mean, that's good. I, 
Zach Moss, I mean, Taylor's not playing this week, right? Nope. He's going to be out for like two to... And, the, and they said two to three weeks. But if you look like a lot of these Twitter doctors, ex-doctors, I don't even know what we're supposed to call them. Yeah. They say this injury could take like five weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which honestly, as someone who has Jonathan Taylor in three of my six leagues, like that worries the shit out of me because I'm in the playoffs and all those, so... Floor, I'm going to go Moss. I think you got to go Moss. Ceiling, I'm going to go Devontae Smith. It depends what you... It depends who you, like what your team looks like, right? Because I think... I think... If I have to start one without knowing your team, I think I go Zach Moss. I just yeah, I think running backs just that way. have the easiest way Agreed. of getting points. They're touching the ball no matter what. Yeah. Right? A wide receiver has to earn it. A wide receiver has to get open. A running back, they're just handing it off. So it's very simple. I think I'm gonna go Zach Moss. I totally agree with you. I think Devontae or even Tank has the higher ceiling than Zach. But yeah. What's easier? Can Zach Moss get two touchdowns because he's inside the five yard line against the Titans or Tank Dell or Devontae going off I for think like hundred? I, I I like I like the safe play there. Uh but I will say if you want the combination of of safe and go big, I would say it's Devontae. Tank down, you're kind of going boom or bust. Yeah. I would stay away from Tank and, and choose between the two. Got two. a ton of people in the comments, both on YouTube and on TikTok. As a reminder, this is the Fantasy Week 13 Look Ahead episode. Myself and Felipe, obviously, we're part of uh, four other guys on Caps Off if you're, if you're new here. Well, two other guys. Four other. Yeah, four two, total two, guys. Yeah, no, math, math is hard. Uh, there's four of us, and we're just guys that talk a bunch of shit about football and, and whatnot. We obviously do two fantasy episodes a week, so make sure to listen to our Tuesday episode if you wanted to listen to anything more about what to do going into the playoffs. Thanks. On Sunday, we also um, are doing a lot of our answering a lot of fantasy questions and doing watch-alongs. But keep dropping your questions. A lot of people coming in. Drop, start, sits. Anything what to do going into the playoffs. Any question applies now that we already uh, have the deadline passed for a lot of people. Here's a good question from Adebayo, from my boy Bam. Thoughts on Amari Cooper with Joe Flacco taking first-team reps all week and DTR still in concussion protocol? Flacco did support Wilson last year, so I have some hope. I, he I did, he did. Garrett Wilson did play better with Flacco. That's a fact. I think it's a best-case scenario, actually. Agreed. I think he's the best quarterback on that roster. I would say, in order, Joe, P.J. Walker, DTR. DTR is the worst because what you're relying on is a rookie to read a defense. And... Uh, Amari has shown that no matter who the quarterback is, if it's P.J. Walker, obviously if it was Deshaun, that he'd perform. I feel better about Amari if Joe Flacco's a starting quarterback. I Also, if I have Amari Cooper in fantasy, I'm, yes, you're obviously rooting for Amari to have a good week, but I think like this is your best-case scenario moving into the playoffs because you wanted – they signed Joe. It felt like, well, why would you sign Joe if you're not going to play him? He's obviously a veteran. He's going to get – you know. There's going to be some growing pains there, but I feel more confident with Joe Flacco as the quarterback for Amari. Yeah, you said it all. I totally agree. Amari Cooper is the type of guy that's going to get his uh, – he's a good route runner. Like, you just got to see him. Joe yep. Flacco is going to get him the ball. Here's a good one. Brody Jack on TikTok said, who should I start, Jaden Reed or Christian Kirk in my flex? That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. I feel like you've been – you've been following the Packers a little close, more closely than I have. So, like, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, look, I think gut tells me Christian Kirk. Obviously, Ridley's been good, but with Zay Jones in the lineup, it's it's weird because Zay Jones is now going deep. Calvin Ridley's being able to run some of these in routes that and break in breaking routes. I would say that you know um, Christian Kirk would run. My gut tells me Christian Kirk, but I think because it's against the Chiefs and it could be a high you know a high powered game, the fact that Jaden Reed can do it both ways, I might want to start Jaden Reed. I think like just what he's been able to provide. He's getting targeted in multiple ways. Christian Kirk is everything in the slot, so. I'm going to slightly lean Jaden Reed because I think he's the ceiling, but I think Christian Kirk's the floor. Got it. Yo, Kyler Saunders. Yo, I'm so sorry, bro. You're an Eagles fan. Uh, I have seen you. Matt, we, 
we get so many comments and so many people call me an idiot. Uh, like some of them blend <laughs> blend in. So Kyler Saunders, I have seen your name. I'm a, I'm gonna mark that down. Your Eagles fan. I do remember that. Uh, so big game for us next week. Big game for you this week. Big game for us next week. Shout out to you. Shout out to the Eagles. Even though you just to, I feel like I just get I didn't give it like a total answer. I'm gonna start Christian Kirk. But if you want to if you want like the ceiling. Then you go Jaden Reed. If you want the floor, you go Christian Kirk. But I would Word. probably start Christian Kirk. How do you guys feel about HM moving forward? Yeah, so I just moved. You want to shout, you wanna out, shout out Alex Graciani. He's also a, yeah. a constant. You want to touch on this? You want me to go ahead? Well, I just traded HN. Yeah, I just yeah, traded yeah. HN in, in fantasy. Um, if you're locked up for the playoffs, you're fine with HN moving forward, right? I think no matter what, they're going to be cautious with him, I, especially against the commanders. Like, he could play, but it just doesn't make any sense. If you have aspirations to make a run in the playoffs, why would you try and put your best players in harm's way? And I know the counter is, well, they want the one seed. They want to, obviously, seeding matters. I get seeding matters, but there's also a part of me, and I'm, I want to know your thoughts, that, like, teams just, it doesn't matter about seeding. Like, it does, but it doesn't. Because if a team's going into playoffs, you're like, any given Sunday, we're going to go in and beat this team. Like, you're not looking at it being like, we want the buy, we want the buy, we want the buy, because at this point, you get to the playoffs, like, give me the best, right? These players want to compete against the best. Yeah. So, I just don't think that is enough of an argument to say they're going to play HN and ride him. That's why I'm, I, I think HN will be fine if you're in the playoffs. I think he's going to get those touches. But I think where he was trending based off of how he was performing over that three game sample size was to see anywhere from 10 to 15 carries, because he was the most talented running back there. I don't think you're going to get that. That's my point. Yeah, I, I, I disagree with you in terms of the seeding because I think a team, especially a team like Miami, you want to get home field in the playoffs. You yes, want that. that that I agree with. You that want I that. agree with. Especially when it's, it's cold out, okay? Tua doesn't want to be in, in, in no cold situation. So because of that, then I would say, like, yeah, they would want to fight for a higher seed and try to lock in at least a couple games of home field and potentially get a bye if they could do that. And so playing your best players would – would be good, but I agree with you in, uh, when it comes to HN. Like, even if they are going all out, uh, they you, like a guy like HN who has been dealing with a little bit of injury. Like, you want him to be full strength, whether regardless of what seed you have going into the playoffs, you just want him to be good. That's kind of when he's point. good to go. Yeah. You want him to go. So I, I agree with you. I don't think you're gonna have that same ceiling that you had with him early on. The other parts where they're, they're not gonna put him on IR because they only have one IR spot to bring back. Because obviously you only have eight on the year to bring someone back, and they've already used seven of their IR. So mm. I think they're gonna keep that one open to bring for for like if something were to happen over these next like two three weeks for a playoff run. So that's my thoughts there. Here's a good one from D on TikTok. Start two out of ETN, uh, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Uh, ETN, Zach Moss, and Devin Singletary. I'm going ETN and, and, and Moss. I think you do. Yeah. Look, obviously Singletary's been good the last... The, the, he wasn't as good this past week, but the last two weeks prior. He was good. Really good, yeah. Um, But Damian Pierce did come back, and they both had like six carries and five carries. Now, I think it was a game script thing. I think Singletary's probably going to be the RB1 there, but it's more of a 1A than, you know... It's a 1A, 1B rather than like a 1 and a 2. Yeah. Um, I think you got to go Zach Moss and ETN. Yo, how about uh, Lil Swizz, Swizz Beats? How we feel about Charbonnet tonight? Uh, I'll start with that. Obviously, I, I'm a huge Charbonnet guy. I have Charbonnet. I draft him in Dynasty in the second round of my rookie draft. And I was really excited about him going forward. I always said if, if Walker goes down, Charbonnet will be that guy. The problem is, is that, I mean, that happened, which is awesome. But the problem is, is that when that did happen, it's towards the end, obviously the back end of the Seahawks' schedule this season, and they have a tough road ahead. 
uh, when it comes to just matchups against for, for running backs. Mm. They're playing a lot of good defenses. This past week, they ran they ran into a bus on 49ers, obviously. Fucking destroyed them. Even Charbonnet being versatile, being able, you're able to use them in the rushing game and the receiving game. Even still, he didn't go off. Mm. Um, and this week, you're playing Dallas. And look, Dallas right now, they're playing just as good as anybody. They're playing just as dominant as the Niners are. And if you had a chance against anybody who was a divisional opponent, I think Dallas is going to really run it up against the Seahawks on Thursday Night Football. And that's not going to be good for, for Charbonnet's rushing. Uh, maybe he gets a little bit more involved in the receiving game, but I just don't think he's going to do much of that. Yeah, I mean, I think because so of, I wouldn't start him. I, my, my answer is I, I well, wouldn't depends start who him. else you have because I think he's a volume play. Top he's a volume player. play, but I think even at volume, he might max out. He might max out at 10 to 12, which you're okay with if you put him at flex. Don't my issue wrong. is like, I don't know which Seahawks team we're getting, right? Because like the first like five weeks of the season, we knew they were going to get inside the red zone. They were going to be able to convert. Kenneth Walker would score these touchdowns. Like he's a bruiser, Zach Charbonnet. So depending on who else you have. I don't mind, like, obviously the Cowboys defense is incredible. I don't mind starting Zach Charbonnet only because of volume, right? Like, to me, yeah. he's like an RB2, a low-end RB2 with some upside because he might get the bulk load of carries. He reminds me of, like, what Jerome Ford's kind of been, right? A guy that yeah. can, can break a few runs potentially here and there. Pete Carroll loves to run the ball. Yeah. Look, dude, if the Seahawks are playing anybody else, like, if they're not playing a top defense like this, like, I would... Love Charbonnet. I would say he's a lower RB1 or even mid RB1. But it's just these matchups are just so difficult. And the Seahawks are a lot worse than we thought. And Geno is playing worse than we thought. And so it's everything is just against Charbonnet right now. Um, here's a good question from Michael Martinez on TikTok. He said, Should I start George Kittle or Sam Laporta? He's 10 and 2. The second is 8 and 4. So a two game lead. Uh, most playoffs are going to start in three weeks, right? So these are the last two weeks of the season. So I think what he's kind of saying is he could pretty much wrap up the f maybe a bye is my assumption. I'm going George Kittle. I think George Kittle, he, to me, he's like, he's exceeded expectations this year. Oh, by far. He's like a guy. He's been consistent now. We, in another one of our takes, to be honest, early on in the tight ends, that like he was viewed as probably like tight end four, five, or even six, depending, right? Waller was drafted, Waller got hurt. Obviously, Mark Andrews goes down. He was drafted around, like, right after TJ Hawkinson. There's only two, in my opinion, tight ends that could have gone for 35 on any given week, and that was Kelsey and George Kittle. Yeah. We just have seen it. I'm starting George Kittle over Sam Laporta. I am, too. Higher ceiling. I am, too. Uh, that's it's, so You said it all. All right. How about Shit. this little Swiss? Do I start Charbonnet or James Conner? So, we just talked about Charbonnet. Uh, James Conner is the Cardinals. We just... We, just Steelers, right? Play the Steelers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Connor a lot, like, week over week uh, on, a, on a regular basis. Let me check in on Connor, though, how he's been doing. He hasn't been great. He was the terrible. The past couple week. weeks. He like was he terrible? Point. Yeah, he was bad. He was really bad. In that case, look, man, it, it's tough. Even though I said everything I did about Charbonnet, like I said, I still could see him. I, I still see him getting 10 to 12. Uh, so it depends. Do you think James Connor can get 10 to 12? If so, then. He probably has a slightly higher ceiling. Um, but I think the safer, maybe just because you know the volume will be there and, and the pass catching will be there, I probably would go uh, maybe Charbonnet. It's tough, though. I don't love choosing. I think, I, yeah, I'm going to go, again, I, I, I'm going to slightly lean Charbonnet only because I don't want to say volume because James Conner is going to get the volume. What, what are you laughing about over there, Kondo? You're laughing about something. You, you, you'd rather start James Conner? 
I think I'd rather start Zach Charbonnet. I'll take the chance, right? Like his second week, uh, having the volume, I'll, I'll start Charbonnet. It, it's really close, though. It is definitely really close. Here's a really good one that we got to help him out. Matt Lunsford on TikTok. You ready? Yeah. He has to win to make the playoffs. Noah Brown or T. Higgins, Stafford or Kyler. So we'll start with Noah Brown or T. Higgins. Oh, fuck me. Noah Brown or T? Both dealing with injuries. T? And then oh, Stafford. I'll be who? honest. I don't even know if he plays. Well, if he doesn't play, then they should. But he plays Monday night, and I don't think you can wait. Oh. I don't think you can wait. I think you got to start Noah. That's Brown. the case. Then, well, there you go. Then you start Noah. But I also think Noah Brown was on the injury report this year, this week. Real quick, before we even get that answered, I'm looking at James Connors' uh, last three weeks, bro. Seven point three, eight point three, seven point two. I'm going with Charbonnet for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it depend- if you have someone else, here's how I would do it. If you have someone else, maybe put Teagans in the flex. If you have another player from that Bengals game, and maybe you play them, right? If you want the ceiling, if you're like, fuck, I'm going to lose. I'm going up against someone. I need the highest ceiling. I think T. Higgins is the ceiling. Okay. I don't think he plays. He's missed three games with the hamstring. I don't think you can risk that. They're not, like, what, they are playing for nothing. I just, I don't see the logic of, like, him for sure coming back. So I'm going to go Noah Brown. Don't feel great about it. He did practice yesterday. Stafford or Kyler? What are you doing? I think I got to go Kyler. Kyler versus Pitt and, and Stafford versus... The Browns. Cleveland? Yeah, I got to go matchup. I got to go matchup, man. I got to go Kyler. The, the Browns defense is, is right now playing like the best defense in the league. Even though they don't get the same shine, they don't get the same shine because they don't have an offense on the other side of the ball that's able to turn what the defense does into points. But that defense is disgusting, and I, so I like Kyler better. Uh, DeAndre Swift or Jalen Warren? Uh, that Niners, look, man, the Niners, not great against the pass, great against the run. I think I'd lean Warren I over think I'd lean Warren, too. I think Warren's the type of guy that's going to be lower on the rankings, but De- and DeAndre Swift's obviously going to be higher, but, like, Jalen Warren, this is, this is, he's an electrifying machine, right? He's one yeah. of those guys where, he reminds me of the Tony Pollard Zeke of last year, where Tony Pollard was unleashed over the second half of the season. Jalen Warren's going to do that, and him and Najee have both been producing. I'm going to lean slightly Jalen Warren only because I could see this type of game, like them rotating running backs. Like they, they've been trying to keep Swift, you know, healthy. for the That's the thing, playoffs. bro. If it's talent, like DeAndre Swift is that motherfucker. If they rode him 20 fucking times a game, gave him 20, 25 but touches, he'd be a top five running back. Like undoubtedly, like he's so talented. But they're not doing that because they don't need to. They have other guys that can come in and they would, they would rather keep Swift fresh. They know that they're going to be in the playoffs. They know that they will likely have home field and stuff like that. And so they would, they're protecting these guys. And I get it, right? It's annoying for fantasy, but I get it. Shout out to Felix, though. I don't know how he went from Felix DCFL 999 <laughs> to Felix underscore DCFL and no nines. Change his name just you now. change your name like mid live stream, which is pretty cool, I guess. But um, we just answered your DeAndre Swift for Jalen Warren question. But second comment, he says, by the way, thanks, boys. Went from 0 and 3 from the beginning. Of the season, but now I'm seven and five, third place in my fantasy, thanks to you guys. We said it in the beginning of this pod, man. We've been helping people out. That's dope to see. If we helped you out, you know, let us know. It makes us feel good. It, it gives us a little warmth in our heart. We're big gonad guys, as Jack would say. We really fill it in the plums and yeah, we, we, we rock with that. Yeah, well, I like that because you said we fill it in our plums and, and rock with that. So, like, rock. Yeah. Not following. Erection. No, no erections. Uh, 292 people on TikTok right now, so we're going to keep this rolling. 
As a reminder, this is the Week 13 Fantasy Look Ahead episode. We release five episodes a week, two of which are fantasy, three of which are just regular football talk predictions come out tomorrow. Wednesday, our little games, cafeteria on Monday, our recaps. So if you are new here, if you're just coming across this from the For You page, make sure to check us out. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit that follow button wherever you are, and just check out our content. See if you like it, see if you resonate with that. Did you tell them to listen to our pod? I don't. Did I? I feel like I said that. You might have. I was reading a question. I hey, hey if he said already, go listen to our podcast, man. Link in bio, podcast, Apple, Spotify. Go catch us, man. For, uh, Jason Tuma, this is a good one, said, pick two, Rashad White, Joe Mixon, and Javante Williams this week. So let's say Rashad White. Well, you're a White, big Rashad sure. White guy. I think man. you have to. Volume has been there. He's been like so, a floor of 12 points the last six weeks. Like, So now we're in between Mixon and who? Rashad White's been the RB2 since week eight. Okay, you got to go Rashad. Your, so Rashad. And Mixon and, and who? Joe Mixon or Javante Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. How did how did Williams do? I know he like came back strong from the injury. He was good. How like, did he do this past week? Over the last four weeks, he's the RB21. Over since week eight, he's RB21. Yeah, I feel like Mix has been better than that, though. He has been better. He had two, back-to-back games in PPR, 18.8 points, 21 points. And then the last two weeks for Javante Williams, 7.3, 10.1. I think you got, like... Mixon. I think you have to go Mixon. Ride trends, bro. You got to ride trends. Also, Browning's that quarterback for the Bengals. Like, Mixon's going to get his touch. But the Jags to. have a good rush defense. They yeah, were the but, thing about what the Texans were just able. Yeah, to but do. Mix is getting these one yard punchings, bro. Like I, I like. I'm gonna the go, I'm gonna go Mixon just yeah because the the quarterback kind of conundrum there. Javante, I like. I think he's been getting the volume, but we like those two weeks he had two receiving touchdowns. So I it's just I want to see touchdowns on the ground. I want they're using Samaj P Ryan, so that definitely worries me. I'm gonna go Joe Mixon and Rashad that's White. Yo, uh, Zach Robluski, that's a hell of a name. Robluski. Oh. Yeah, it's nice, huh? Lebowski. Uh, start or sits for my wide receivers. I have Debo, Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Adam Thielen, and Christian Kirk. I'm six and six and need a win. So you're six and six. Nice. You're probably right in that in the running for the playoffs, right? Uh probably in the f- five or six, seven spot. Mm. Um so start or sits at receiver. I'm starting Mike Evans. Mm. Mike Evans is for sure the person. That's out of that. the guy I'm definitely starting in, in that. Kind of Pittman's playing this week against Tennessee. I think I like Pittman. Ah, Thielen, look, the thing is, Thielen was getting heavy volume. Even his doubt. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go Mike Evans, Adam Thielen because of volume, and then I'm between Pittman and Debo. I'm gonna go Pittman because I know he's gonna get more volume than Debo. Yeah. Yeah, but against Dallas, he was he had like fucking ten two weeks ago. So if it's two wide receivers, I oh, think I'm going tough. Mike Evans, Mike Pittman. I'm yeah. going the Mike duo. Pittman is just a volume play. I love feeling, but he just, we knew, again, another one of our calls, if you were listening, like, in week seven, he was always a sell-high candidate. He was going, like, we are not, he's not going to be a wide receiver one. Over the last, oh. um, since week eight, he's wide receiver 38 on the year. He's only had, in those, since week eight, he's only had, uh, in PPR, more than 15 points twice. So two and five. I'm going to go Michael Pittman. If you need to start three, though, I'll go Mike Evans, Mike Pittman, Adam Thielen. If you want the sexy play, it's Debo just because there's gas there, right? Like they've been talking shit. They're going to give him touches. But the problem is like Debo as a pure wide receiver is wide receiver 42 since week eight. Like, yeah. and on the year, I want to pull this up. So he's even worse than Thielen he's, since he's week eight. worse, yeah. And Thielen had a better start to the year. Debo on the year is wide receiver 39, just as a wide receiver. Now, granted, he's a utility piece. So he's getting touches, but I, I just but don't want to start that. I, if he's, if I'm starting a wide receiver, then I want to I want to go for volume. Let me apologize to Michael Pittman 
and apologize to Connor. Michael Pittman's been great. He's been great. He's wide receiver 12 on the year, and there shouldn't even be a conversation between Pittman and Thielen. Uh, I mean, just his last games, 20, 16, 14, 18, yeah, been, 16, 19. Like, come on, bro. Uh, you got to start Pittman and uh, and Mike Evans. Those are you two that you lock in absolutely. Then I would be between – and then I would go probably Thielen. Yep. More touchdown. I'm sorry, with no JT. Shout out to Kondo, producer Kondo, who gave us that nugget. And Michael Pittman is that motherfucker. Yo, Michael Gust, shout out to you, bro. Uh, just want to say you guys were my number one podcast on Woo-woo-woo! Spotify. Love you guys, bro. That's really awesome. Hey, to hear. Spotify wrapped. Apple wrapped. No, nah, fuck Apple. Adam's an Apple guy. But no, nah, most of the world is Spotify because most of the world is cool, obviously, unlike Adam. Facts. And uh, yo, if you're on uh, Twitter or I know you're commenting on YouTube, if you're on Twitter or Instagram or something like that, screenshot that. Tag us in a story. We'll repost it wherever you you tag us. We'll repost it, dude. We like appreciate. We, it, we love that. We had somebody else show us yesterday. Rivs actually. Shout out number one on hers. So pretty dope. Pretty dope. Shout out to you, man. Thanks for being a listener. Yeah, appreciate it. Darius said, uh, "Pick two: Devon A. Chan, Tony Pollard, Kyron Williams, or Alvin Kamara." This is a good one. Uh, you're gonna have to re-say that. A. Chan. Yeah. Pollard, Kyron, Kamara. Pollard and Kamara. So, I think let's start by saying this. A-Chan is not in consideration no. here. Just because I don't know if he's actually going to play. I don't know what volume that's going to look like. Pollard is my one guy there, though. I think I go Pollard and Kyron. But the problem with Kamara is they're, I think they're going to miss Rashid Shahid. I think Chris Olave is going to be out because of the concussion. He gets his volume, bro. My guy There's gets so injuries, many targets. But he's only had like three touchdowns this year. I don't care. He's going to get volume. I think I got to go Kyron and Pollard. Kyron's been incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Against the Browns, though, that's the fear. <sighs> that's different. That's see, like I went, Ky- I went Kyler Murray over Stafford because of matchup, and I might. This also makes me want to go go away from Kyron because of matchup. Who do the Saints play again? We talked about this. Someone they're hosting someone at home that we said could easily lose, like they could easily beat them. Fuck, they should lose, but they the but they could win. I'm gonna tell it's you, it's one right of now. those weeks. Yep, they're playing the Lions. I like Kamara, bro. Kamara's going to get volume. He's going to get fucking 10 targets, bro. I think you got it. I, I actually... Ugh. Paul and Kamara. You break the tiebreaker. Because I said Kyron. He said Kamara. Who are you starting? Who's your producer, Kondo? Mm, you're not starting Pollard. I think you're you got to start Pollard. Pollard. Not Pollard at this point is showing you, bro. Pollard? You got to start Pollard, bro. Like, even with... Bro, hold up. I was correct on Michael Pittman. Now you're about to be correct on Tony Pollard, producer, Kondo. Um, let me let me pull this up for you, bro. You want I can I can back you up with some stacks. All stacks. right, well, hold up, I got it right now though. Go crazy. Even look, twenty one point three last week, eighteen the week before, and and we know that he was slow the weeks before that. Guess what? Even with that, he's RB eleven on the year, bro. He's still been getting his. Like even down weeks for him were like nine points. I I think we're gonna be getting more of the eighteen and twenty ones, especially in these matchups that. Favor them like the cow. The Cowboys are going to be playing from ahead most likely, and uh, they're going to be giving Pollard touches like they have the past few weeks. I'm going to go Pollard for sure. RB two since week eleven. RB two since week weeks. eleven. Now it's only two week sample size, but that sample size, like he's looked like the Tony Pollard that we thought he would be. I'm. I got to start Tony Pollard. You're a hater, producer Condo. You have great options. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Maybe start all three of those guys and take whoever you have at the flex out if it's a wide receiver. You just know those guys are going to get volume. 
Logan on TikTok, he said, I need to beat this guy to get the number two seed, and I need to know if I start Josh Downs or Noah Brown. I think it's Josh Downs. Downs. Downs going to get volume, too. Yeah. Josh Downs also had a quiet 12 targets last week. Yeah. Like, he's been good, and he obviously, he, I think it was, he obviously went down with the knee injury. He then came back, only played like 30% of the snaps. Josh Downs is another type of rookie I think could be a league winner, only because if you had him, you probably picked him up off waiver wires, and he's someone that by the end of the year or by the playoff run could be one of those flex guys that you could start moving forward, right? The type of run that Tank Dell almost went on type of situation, because he was good when he was healthy. He was starting to get hot. Yeah, the problem with Downs is that, like, the ceiling isn't very high. Uh, I, f- I kind of feel similarly. But, with- but we haven't seen the ceiling yet. I don't know if we will. I, like, I think we have, because I don't know if there is another, like... I, th- I think he's super talented. I just think it's a similar issue with Zay Flowers. Like, he's going to get targets. He's going to get fair. his. That's a, that's a fair comparison. I just don't know. He, I don't see him breaking 100. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. I'm going to pull up his stats right now. Because I don't think... I think he's been pretty mediocre. Um, but I, I'm going Josh Downs over Noah. Uh, that, that's what I, I, would I, do. I do, too. I think he has a safer floor. Um, who are you sitting? Dingleberry. Shout out Dingleberries. I love Dingleberry. Said, who are you sitting? Najee Harris, Tony Pollard, David Montgomery. I think I got to go Najee. Who are you sitting? Najee, Montgomery, or Tony Pollard. I like all of those guys, man. I think Najee, this, I like him this week too, but I, I'm going to sit Najee too. Yeah, but I like him. You're probably um, starting Najee. Most people that have Najee are probably starting him. Uh, Cooper Cup or, or uh, Christian Kirk at the flex. This is from No on TikTok. What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I was Christian I was so Kirk distracted. or Cooper Cup? Christian, I was reading it, but we got we got multiple we got questions. So I was reading it talking to me, and then I'm reading that Christian Kirk, 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 Kirk Christian Kirk or Cooper Kirk. Um, I'm going Cooper Cup, healthy. You got to go the ceiling, yeah. You, yeah, I'm going the ceiling every time. Um, Calvin Ridley, Josh Downs, or Deontay Johnson. This is from Casual Fan Collectibles on TikTok. Or like one picking one. I think it's pick one, yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley, Josh Downs. You got to, yeah, you got to go Ridley because I think even with Zay Jones, like as we've seen, he's he's got a pretty good floor with Zay Jones playing, and his ceiling is higher than Downs. So I got to go that as far as the other guy, Deontay Johnson. He's been as. If you just take averages, we went over this obviously in on the Tuesday pod. If you just take averages of the top twelve wide receivers in the NFL in fantasy this year, and you only take the sample size of Calvin Ridley when Zay Jones is healthy, he's wide receiver six on the year. That's over a six-game sample size, I believe it is. So, yeah, which is a good amount. How about this? Half PPR. I need two running backs: Jerome Ford, Najee Harris, Devin Singletary, Devon Achan. Half PPR. It, it, it's tough because again, I think we need a lot of context. Is it a must-win? Is it? Are you going up against a guy that has CMC and fucking AJ Brown type nonsense? Are you going up against like what are you going up against, and what does your team look like outside of that? Because I think it's really important to know. Do you need floor plays? Do you need ceiling plays? Do you just need to swing for the fences? In one of my leagues, in order to make the playoffs as a seven seed, it's only points four. Has nothing to do with record. So you could be literally one and eight and then still make the playoffs because you just have the most points four. So I like that rule, actually. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's so fucked when... You just don't play good enough defense all year. It's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm going to go... The one guy... Like, right, I'm going to go in order. I'm going to take Najee for sure. I'm definitely starting Najee. I like Najee every week, man. Like, I, I know Jalen Warren's been getting his, but so is Najee. They're both starts. Um, and then after that, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned HN. Is he he's healthy this week? He's, like, they he say is he's probably going to play, but I don't know. I, I don't know. So you're probably going Jerome Ford? I'm probably going Najee and Ford, bro. 
I think you have to. I, I just don't know what to trust out of A-Chan, right? Like, I got burned on A-Chan in one of my leagues because I started him, and then he obviously got hurt. I think yeah. a lot of people got burned, right? So yeah. I just want to see it. We're going to be in wrapping up. We're going to do a couple more questions. Obviously, it's been going on for a long time. If you have any more fantasy questions, any more start sits, tonight at 5 o'clock, all right? That's 5 o'clock Eastern. Mm. That's in, like, seven hours right here, again, on TikTok, on YouTube, wherever you want to find it wherever you want to consume the content, yep. we're going to be doing strictly start sits for an hour. So yeah. obviously this has been a lot more in-depth questions. That at 5 o'clock is going to be more, I'm starting this person or starting that person, a lot quicker, a lot shooting from the hip. So set your reminders, 5 p.m. tonight Eastern, start sits if you have more start sit questions. We'll do a few more. Mike Evans or Jalen Waddle this week? Evans. Um, Easy. Yeah, I'd probably Evans go Mike Evans start. too, but Jalen Waddle against the Commander is not a bad start. If you That's cool, maybe start, start both, but Mike Evans, you're not even thinking about it at this point. you got to start him. Gavin Etzler on TikTok says, pick two, Dak Tua or CJ Stroud. To, who's Tua playing? Commanders. Yeah. CJ Stroud, the, the Texans are playing. Fuck. The Texans are playing. They have a good matchup. They're playing. I'm going to tell you right now who they're I wanna playing. I want to say it's a Cali team. <laughs> no, they're not, not playing, the Texans are playing the Jets. Broncos, Broncos. I knew team. it was a West Coast team. I'm okay. going Dak. I'm just going to go Dak. I think Tua's. Two is in the best bounce back spot. I'd probably rank it to a uh, Dak to a Stroud. Okay. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. I, don't, I don't think you can really go wrong. Like I was saying before, if you weren't here, uh, the Seahawks defense has been good against quarterbacks, but Dak has been insane the past few weeks. So, and Purdy just had a good week. I would go Dak and uh, on this, on, this and uh, on our list, we have Dak at QB2 and two at QB3. CJ Stroud at QB5. I'll go Dak and two. Oh, you, you, the thing is, is like you, you, you got good options, bro. You got good options. Matthew Crosley on TikTok said, must win game to maintain the first seed, Dak or Herbert. I think you got to go Dak. Who do the Chargers play? New England. At New England. Yeah, that's a Dak game. That's a Dak game. Yeah, bro. It's, yeah. I mean, the Patriots are ass, but their defense is good. And uh, Belichick plays well against, their coaches well against quarterbacks. Probably Dak. I like Dak. Uh, Connor, can you scroll up? I think there was one more from like Will D or some shit. Did I miss his? Yeah, right there. Will D, which means like he will D anyone. Mm. Like D, like not like defend, but like you can give that D. Uh-huh. Uh, Flex, Mixon, or Rasheed Rice, full PPR. Uh, Mixon. I like Rasheed Rice a lot. I'm going to go Mixon though. I think I agree. I agree. Yeah, nice, dude. Good shit. Makes it going to get his volume. Should we find one more question? There's a couple more on YouTube, oh, though. Okay, let's, here let's we get go. The here la- we go. These last two on YouTube. The last couple on YouTube. Start Herbert or Trevor Lawrence. I'm starting Lawrence this week. I know they're playing. Uh, like good. I said, Herbert's playing the Patriots. I don't love that matchup for him. Lawrence is playing a team that they should smoke. Uh, Cincinnati on Monday night. Cincinnati. They should smoke Cincinnati because Cincinnati doesn't have their quarterback and <laughs> they should do their thing. Uh, start PPR. Start two wide receivers. Half PPR. Start two wide receivers. Micah Gust. Shout out Micah Parsons. Tyler Lockett. Oh, that disappeared. I lost it. I lost it, Micah. My <laughs> bad. Okay. Tyler Lockett, Amari Cooper, Garrett Wilson, Hollywood Brown, Rasheed Rice, and Rasheed Shaheed. Okay. Whew. I don't like these, man. Yeah, I don't like none of these motherfuckers. Because <laughs> Tyler Lockett's playing a great defense and a great cover defense. Like, they're going to play good against receivers. But I still think Lockett can find his way underneath. I'm assuming Deron Bland is going to be on Metcalf. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore is going to be on... Nah, he's going to be on Lockett. Oh. The crazy thing is, all these wide receivers are like in the wide receiver 24 to like 29 range. Yeah, right? that's like, They're like, all like low-end wide receiver twos to like wide receiver threes. 
Fuck it, dude. Let's go lock it. Thinking that it's, I think you have to go lock it because you have to assume maybe high scoring, like a guy that can score. Out of just all those, I've locked nah, it I like just, Cooper. I like Amari Cooper with Joe Flacco, though. So I'm going Tyler Lockett. And Who Amari are the Cooper. Jets playing against? The Falcons. I'm going Amari Cooper, Garrett Wilson, bro. I, I hate this. Fuck you, it, dude. Fuck you, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got to go Amari and Tyler Lockett. I know they're playing the Cowboys, but it could be a high-scoring game. Yeah, you know what? Safer plays, Tyler, bro. Garrett, if you want to just, just ride talent and just what we know, go I Tyler I did pick Lockett. the Jets this week, but I just don't trust it. All right, one, time for one more question. This is from Lauren Jacobson on TikTok. She said, Tyler Lockett or Noah Brown must win week to make the playoffs. Tyler Lockett or Noah Brown? I got to go Tyler Lockett, bro. Yeah, I know Noah had Tyler. a couple good games, but that yeah. was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Nico Collins was out. So, like, he stepped into that, like, wide receiver two role. He was. I, I got to go lock but it. They're he's both a wide top rec- 10 PFF wide receiver. Tax, 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 tax. Which means he's actually been playing well at the position. I'm going to go lock it, man. Y'all, I get why you guys are asking it, because clearly it's, a, it's tough for you to make a decision, and obviously it's tough for us to make a decision. But it's it's difficult, man. It's difficult. Shout out to y'all. Shout out. Hey, 245 people still here watching us on TikTok. Obviously, a ton on How YouTube many on as YouTube? well. Look, we appreciate you see? guys. You right? Kondo, on you YouTube right answer? now, there's nine. It's a good nine. Yeah, it's but they were coming nine. with the questions, though. Some good questions. Um, as a reminder, if you have more start sit questions, obviously, there's a ton of people on TikTok right now. Set your reminder for 5 o'clock tonight. We'll be doing this exact same thing, but just consistent start sits. Who are you starting? Not as much in-depth. So we're going to be able to answer all your questions Bingo. at 5 o'clock tonight Eastern. Cinco de la set your reminder on TikTok, 5 o'clock tonight. Also, predictions episode drops tomorrow. Si, si, where we're si. predicting all the games. Three of us are within, like, one game of each other, si, which si, is si. crazy. That's predicciones. Predicciones. And then Sunday, we'll be doing a pregame show and then a watch-along for, I think, Niners-Eagles at 425. So make sure to tune into that. San Francisco and Philadelphia. Gonna, we're both rooting for uh, the Eagles to lose. Philadelphia. Yep. Philadelphia. <laughs> si, se puede. Philadelphia cheese. Um, but, yeah, this was good. This was You fun. like cream cheese? It's it's all right. It's I phenomenal. Do, I like cream cheese, but I also like then you. It's one of those types of food where you think of the word and you're just like creamed cheese, and it's just like eh. I've never done that. But I've I never, do that that's so many the, times. The, the, the thinking of the words have never turned me off in my life. Ham that's weird. burger, a ham burger. Now you did it. See that that <laughs> is weird, fucked up, right? It's weird. That's fucked up. Actually, it's, nah, it's I don't like it anymore. Up. I I'm eat cream cheese. Burger. Don't get me wrong. I put it on my bagels, but I just think it's like a weird way to like think about. It. A but French, what's wrong with cream though? The hamburger is weird because it's like now is it ham or is it like it's just beef? Like, it's, creamy, it's not wrong with it's cream, not wrong with cream cheese though. It's just like creamy cheese. That's totally fine. I agree. I'm just saying it's weird. I'm not saying it to discredit what it can do on the field. I'm just saying some people like, love cream. I agree. It's like Tyler Lockett, bro. Nah, it's a higher ceiling than Tyler Lockett. It's also a higher floor. Cream than cheese Tyler is phenomenal, Lockett. especially yeah. on a bagel. God damn it. Um, Woo! All right. Well, hey, we'll see you at five o'clock tonight. Make sure to set your reminders. More start sits. Go listen and, to our uh, podcast, Spotify, Apple. Go to our link in bio. You're gonna find that. Hopefully we see you tonight at 5 o'clock. I want to see all 250 people again. See you tomorrow. Peace. The Caps Off podcast is brought to you by The Game Day, starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.